changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration. It's Wow Wednesday, and today I'm going to share a story about a miracle. This story has its ups and downs, but you're going to like it. Peggy Brenecker writes that her family had waited nearly two years to get a Chesapeake Bay Retriever puppy. Finally, the breeder called and said that he had one, but that he was already four months old, had no training, and could not be AKC registered. Peggy didn't care. She explained he would be a family dog and go hunting with her husband and son. They could handle the lack of training and early attention. They would rehabilitate the puppy. Peggy and her husband had adopted their son, Justin, when he was seven years old. He had come from a difficult home life, and they wanted this dog for him. They got the dog, and he was very shy and afraid, I guess because of wherever he had been living as a puppy before they got him. They named him Kanai, after their favorite river in Alaska, where Peggy's parents lived. Less than one month after they got the dog, Peggy's only child, their 16-year-old son, committed suicide. It was the day after Peggy had received a copy of a Chicken Soup for the Soul book in which she had a story about adopting her son. She had read the story to Justin the night before, and they had told each other how much they loved each other. It was inexplicable. Kanai did what a dog can do, and he comforted Peggy, lying across her lap for an hour at a time while she grieved. A couple of months later, Peggy's husband, Jim, took Kanai with him to the fire station on Interstate 80, where he volunteered. A train passed by, blowing its whistle, and it scared Kanai. He bolted, and then he ran, and then he was gone. Jim searched for hours and finally drove the 45 minutes home without the dog. Peggy and Jim searched and searched. No one had seen Kanai. They posted signs everywhere. Somehow. The search was intensified because of the loss of their son, who they hadn't even known had the mental illness that took his life. They had to find this dog. They had to believe they could save the dog, even if they couldn't save their son. Kanai was only seven months old. He was still a shy, frightened puppy, which would make it harder to rescue him. He probably wouldn't let anyone near him. The summer passed with no sightings of the dog. Whenever they went to their cabin, which was closer to where they lost Kanai, Peggy would look for him. She hadn't given up hope, even though she didn't discuss it with Jim. More time passed, months, and it was nearly Christmas. They went to visit Peggy's parents in Alaska. It had been the worst year of their lives, and they needed some time away. So on December 23rd, they left their home in northern Colorado in a snowstorm. Two feet of snow had fallen. It was a big storm. Cattle were dying out on the plains. The next morning, Christmas Eve, Peggy heard Jim on the phone. She could only hear snippets of his conversation, but she heard, In a dead cow carcass? Brown dog? Skinny? Can't get near him? It turned out that a rancher in Wyoming, near where Kanai was lost, had been out with her cows when she spotted a dog on a distant ridge. She could see he had a collar, and there was a flash of silver like a tag. But when she approached him, he ran away. So she went back to her home, and she searched the Internet for lost dogs, and she found Peggy's posting about Kanai. 
She said she would leave food near the cow carcass that the dog was using for shelter. But she warned that there was yet another storm coming. The rancher kept an eye on the dog for the next week. She put out food for him, and it was always gone the next morning, which was a good sign. And when Peggy and Jim finally got to the ranch a week later, they started scanning the property with binoculars, and they saw the dog up on a distant ridge. They were sure it was Kanai. The rancher drove Peggy up the ridge in her tractor. Peggy looked around for him, because of course he had fled again when he saw the tractor coming. She got out, she started calling his name. She didn't even know if he would remember her. He had only been with them for a few months before he ran away, and he had been apart from them for twice as long as he had been with them. But Kanai did seem to remember. He stopped, he listened, he sniffed the air, and then he started to wiggle with excitement the way that dogs do. He raced through the snow to her, whimpering. Peggy was crying, too. He jumped into her arms, and they rolled around in the snow together. He was skinny and small for his age, but he was okay. I'm Amy Newmark. Thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Please share it with your friends and family. And join me tomorrow for Thoughtful Thursday. I'm going to share another story that happened in Wyoming, but this one is about a great wrong, the Japanese internment camps and a family that found its way to forgiveness and closure. If you want to read more stories like Peggy's, it's from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Living Catholic Faith. And that book was co-authored by Leanne Tiemann, who was our guest last week on Friend Friday. You can read more about it on our website, chickensoup.com.